What's up? It's your girl Roro coming back at you. You know me, PhD, alternative urban farmer, general all-around weirdo. Today I want to talk about trust. Trust is something that does not exist in this world. Um, I want to talk about it first in the context of parents, because parents are where you first encounter this concept of why trust isn't actually a thing. Uh, trust is a myth. Because if you honestly for one second believe that your parents trust you, <laughs> or if you for one honest second have parents that do trust you, uh, either you're stupid or there is something goddamn wrong with your parents. <laughs> because there is no parent out there that actually trusts their child to look after their parents' interests 100% of the fucking time. You had the house parties, right? You hit your sibling when they weren't looking and let them hit you when they walked right back into the room. Why? <laughs> to influence your parents. The half the shit you think you got away with when you were a teenager, you didn't. Your parents were quite well aware of what was going down. They just didn't want to bust your ass. All those times you think you snuck back into your room successfully? Nah. <laughs> they were up there going, God damn it, that stupid cocksucker is sneaking in again. Yeah, I'm too fucking tired. Good night. <laughs> you deal with it. So that's why the concept of trust does not exist. And you might believe your parents trusted you, um, but trust me, they didn't because they knew what kind of shit you were fucking up to. Um, and that's why <clears throat> people who really paid attention as children and understood why their parents didn't trust them, understand why trust is also impossible in relationships. Because you can't trust a little bitch around a fucking cake. Can you? No, you cannot. And in many ways, the relationship is the same thing <clears throat> as, you know, not leaving your kid around the Sunday cake. It's the same goddamn thing. The risk of them fucking it up is too great, and the consequences are too severe, so you don't leave that little bitch around that cake. And the same thing applies to men. Um, because ladies, you know, we've been fed a lot of bullshit about how trust is important in relationships. And how without trust, there can be no foundation for a relationship. And it's like, no, bitch. I mean, if you straight out, there's an exception. Because if you straight out, you know, know that, you know, your man's gonna, like, fuck somebody at the strip club then yeah, obviously, you know, don't have a relationship with that guy. But that's as far as it goes. If someone's a complete piece of shit, don't date them. But that's as far as it goes. Because in general, you cannot trust men. You cannot trust men for the same reason that you can't trust a goddamn dog around cat food. Okay? Men cannot be trusted around other women the same way you can't trust a goddamn dog around cat food. It doesn't matter how well trained that son of a bitch is. It doesn't matter if you could leave a turkey dinner on the table and they wouldn't fucking go after it. If you put cat food anywhere in your goddamn house that the dog can reach it, it will eat it. And it's the same thing with women. If your man is around women for extended periods of time outside of work, guess what? He's fucking at least one of them. And probably two or three. Because... You know, trust <clears throat> is, is, from my opinion, it's, it's actually kind of the dumbest thing you could possibly do. Um, and yet our culture is obsessed with this idea of, oh, I can trust you, right? Oh, I can trust this person. Um, trust is relative. My boss trusts me to do a good job and get my work done on time and, and do, you know, a stellar, mind-blowing example. And I do. 
every time. But that doesn't mean that like for an hour a day, I'm not just like surfing on my phone, okay? Um, if she were to say, I trust you to always be working and never be doing anything off topic, well, then she'd be dumb. She knows what goes on. I get the work done. I kick ass. I get results. But that doesn't mean that for, you know, my lunch break, I'm not fucking off doing this, right? <laughs> so, you know, trust is, is relative. And trust in relationships is relative too, ladies. And that's why I think it's important, given that you can never fully trust a man to do two things. First thing, um, keep your goddamn man away from the fucking pussy food. So, if you're allowing your man to have extensive female friends outside of work, um, if he is the only man on an all-female soccer team, he is fucking the whole team. They are just dogpiling on top of him in the locker room. It is going down. Okay? That's leaving the dish of cat food in the living room and saying, Fido won't touch it. Fido's a good boy. Fido is maybe the best dog that's ever been in the world, but no fucking dog's gonna resist cat food. So if you aren't severely curtailing or limiting the relationships that your man has with other women, straight ladies, you're fucking up. Um, you're absolutely fucking up. And some of you guys, like, you polyamorous people like to say, oh, well, you know, it's okay because he's got multiple partners, so I don't worry about it. He's fucking everybody. All you people in polyamorous relationships like to say, yeah, but there's rules. There ain't no fucking rules. That's like saying, okay, you can eat the fish-flavored cat food, but not the shrimp-flavored cat food, okay? And expecting him to do it. Fuck no, he's gonna eat both them damn cat foods, snack him up, snack him up faster than you can say Jack Robinson. He ain't doing fuck all, but eat that cat food day in, day out. Um, so polyamorous people, I think you're full of shit. Um, but again, the other thing that you can do um, is trust them because you don't have to trust them. And this is where the real wisdom of relationships comes in. This is why you change your relationship with the dick. Because I'm going to tell you something. When you hit your 30s and you lose your lubrication and you start realizing that you don't need the dick, you like to suck it, you like to tug it, you like to rub on it and do the dry humping, but you don't really want to get fucked, that's when you realize you have, ladies, true power. True power, ladies. Because at that point, all the other shit and worries and fears about him eating the cat food, it goes out the goddamn window. Um, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna clue you in right now. I mean, definitely, you still don't want to let him hang out with ladies because one thing about hoes is that they're banking on the fact that you'll leave them. That, not that he will leave you, but that you will leave him, and then, of course, she's the shoulder to cry on. So don't ever allow your man to have female friends. But, um... What, what you want to do is change your relationship with the dick because then all the little things where, <clears throat> you know, it's not really clear what's going on and, you know, things that when you first started your relationships would have kept you up all night wondering, what's he doing? Is he really with his friends? Is he really, you know, going grocery shopping? Was he really talking to his mom? All that shit, it goes away. This is fucking magic, ladies. I swear. This is absolutely fucking groundbreaking. I should publish this shit. I should write a goddamn book because this is the ultimate zenith of a relationship, okay? Because here's the thing. If you are fucking a man, like letting his dick into your pussy, you will worry about everything because it's just fucking sexual, natural, you know, selection. Um, you made an investment in him. You got to guard that mate. And that's what all animals do. They mate guard. But if you don't let him stick your dick in your pussy, if you're just sucking it and if you're just tugging it, 
Um, there's something about your brain that just goes, yeah, this isn't real sex, so I'm good. Um, some part of your mammal fucking <clears throat> DNA reptile brain goes, nah, it, I'm not worried about it. You know, which is why the best part of the relationship is always before you have sex, like when you're just sucking and when you're just tugging, right? Because you don't give a fuck if he's got a picture of his ex on his phone. You don't give a fuck if he hangs out with other girls. But as soon as you give up the pussy, that's when the crazy starts. <laughs> and y'all know it's true. Okay. Y'all know it's fucking true. Just admit it. Um, we all do it. And there ain't no goddamn one of us that's immune. You could be a fucking pastor's wife. It don't matter. The minute you give up the pussy, that's when the worrying starts. Doesn't matter if you saved yourself for marriage or if you're just a straight up stone cold hoe. The minute you give up the pussy, the worrying fucking starts. Um, whether you're monogamous or poly don't fucking matter, right? The only true power you have is when you don't give up the pussy. So let me just give you a scenario, okay? So here's, here's, here's one. Um, you know, you, you're hanging out Sunday morning, you're not really doing too much, but then suddenly like he's texting on his phone, um, just on his phone doing something. And you know what? You're not the kind of skeevy hoe that snoops because bottom line, ladies, it ain't worth it for you to be that kind of person. So you don't, but five minutes later, oh, he's got to go to the store. And he knows you don't want to go to the goddamn store. And he knows you furthermore ain't going to the fucking store. You're in your sweatpants, motherfucker. He knows. He knows you ain't going out. Okay? Um, so if you've been giving up the pussy, the first thing you think is, is he going to see that fucking work, bitch? Is he going to hang out with that goddamn hoe he calls his work wife, that fucking cunt? That is what's going through your head. And that's when you're like, shit, I gotta put on jeans, I gotta go with this motherfucker now. Right? But, imagine that scenario when you haven't given up the pussy. Or, if you're just, at that point, transitioned to the sucking and the tugging. At that point, you're just like, you know what, motherfucker, have fun, she's got herpes. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, you don't give a fuck. Now, <clears throat> ladies, from a public health perspective, I will say, you can get all kinds of STDs just by oral. And sometimes by tugging. But um, it's not the same kind of risk as with your pussy. You know what? Like, you can handle a herpes sore on your mouth, but you know what? I don't think... I think having problems with your hoo-ha is way worse than anything you could have wrong with your mouth. Now, the exception, of course, is fucking AIDS, which you can get from a blowjob. But you know what? I had to say that so people don't go do some stupid motherfucking shit. But if you're a smart person, you realize, yeah, you know what? Like, you know, you shouldn't be dating someone who's like going down to the alley and fucking hoes. Um, but if you're just like the average person like us, that's, you know, middle class, you know, like lower middle class to upper middle class, somewhere fucking in that fucking, you know, hazy fucking nebula, whatever the fuck it even means, given that the American dream is dead. Um... You, your, your man, probably the most he would do would be to fuck his, his, you know, his lady friend, right? And that's another thing. Gentlemen, we all know why you have a female best friend, okay? Now, I believe y'all have experienced this. Men have realized that having man friends is no longer really the threat, right? Because it used to be that, you know, the, the fear was that if they've got man friends that are bros, they're going to go to a strip club and he's going to fuck a stripper. But you know what? Everybody's afraid of STDs now, and that shit just doesn't happen. The threat is the female best friend, who eight times out of ten is also his ex. And gentlemen, 
We all know why you keep these hoes around. You keep these hoes around, not because you're the pussy whisperer. Oh, you know what? Karen used to be so insecure, but then I whispered into her pussy. And then she got woke. That bitch is up now. No, that is not how that shit fucking works. You are not the pussy whisperer, and you don't even care for female company all that much. You have the female best friend to keep your woman in line. You think that if you've got the female best friend, you can have that girl... For the same reason that men all, why the fuck do men all have a female black lab for a pet? L ladies, y'all know it's true. He's got the female black lab, okay? Why does he have the female black lab? He has the female black lab for the same reason he has the female best friend. It's so that when either one of those cunts is looking up into his eyes with her doughy, vacant expression, when he's mm -hmm. always happy to see her, no matter what he fucking does, forgets to feed her, doesn't clean up her shit, whatever, kicks her accidentally, doesn't even fucking matter. No matter what he does to her, she looks up at him with those big, soft eyes, and that's when he goes, see, bitch, that's how you're supposed to treat me. <laughs> and that is why men are always calling women bitches, because they have forgotten they no longer know the difference. They can't tell the difference anymore. They have no fucking clue. They can no longer distinguish between the female black lab and the female best friend and the girlfriend or wife or partner. They can't do it anymore. And that is why they always call us bitches. It is literally because they cannot distinguish between an animal that gives up its whole fucking life, surrenders its genitals whenever required, um, and is completely obedient and fatuous and fawning uh, from a dog. <laughs> Men, you know it's true. Do not deny it. And ladies, um, I would say that we all have male cats for the same reason. <laughs> um, but I kind of think it's much less uh, sexual because if our man acted like our cats, I don't think we'd be with him. If your man, like, started licking his own asshole in the middle of the floor, I'm pretty sure <laughs> we would either dump him or, or if we were just, like, freaks, be into that. But we keep male cats um, for a very different and far more frightening reason, ladies. We keep male cats not to provide some sort of an example or a standard for our men, but rather to remind ourselves what it is to be independent. We keep our male cats to remind ourselves that we don't need the man that much, that we need the man like our cat needs us. We need the resources, right? To pool the resources to be able to afford things like an apartment together and to be able to have a, a better life. Um, but fundamentally, you know what? I got five minutes. My cat is good. And, and the cat's got five minutes with you. You know, getting pet, loved on. And then fuck you the rest of the day. Fuck you the rest of the day. I got my five minutes. I'm good. We keep our male cats to remind ourselves that that's who we are intrinsically. That we need resources but ultimately, we don't need a man that for that large a portion of the day to maintain a friendly relationship. The rest of the day, you see each other crossing each other's paths in the house, sup, sup, and that's fucking it. That is why we keep male cats, to remind ourselves that that is what a relationship should be, not the relationship between a man and his hoe-ass dog. So ladies, change your relationship with the dick. 
This is called shifting the paradigm. This is a dick-a-dime. Instead of a dick-a-dime in which you gotta worry that every little bitch wants to fuck him and that he's thinking about fucking every single little bitch, turn it off. Stop taking the dick. Suck it, tug it, leave the rest of that alone. Because <laughs> it's for suckers. Change the dick-a-dime, ladies. Change the dick-a-dime. Change the world.